G'day, Steve. Hey, how are you, mate? I'm really well. Uh, how are you, mate? First of all, let's start with the test match and what you, you made of the performances, particularly a couple of the younger guys who were on debut and, and from the Brisbane Broncos in Katani Staggs and uh, Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah, mate. Look, oh, look I, I think, uh, you know, uh, Selwyn... Uh, you know, he, play, he played a sound game. He did his job. And Katoni uh, had an absolute blinder, obviously. And, uh, you know, it's good to see those boys, you know, get their debut. And um, and, and then you got also the hammer. I mean, what what about the performance by him? It showed, <laughs> they showed the dominance and, and probably where things are at internationally. Uh, you know, that um, Australia have a very, very good kangaroo team. No doubt about it, too. Uh, just on that. Um, of all the players that you've seen in the years since you played, um, it, have, is there one that you think, oh, you, you'd liken them to the way that you played? Because I reckon the way Hammer moves across the turf, he just seems to glide. Uh, probably a little bit of Steve Renouf there. Is there anyone that sticks out? Yeah, look, oh, you know, I, I, I just think all these boys are playing. Um, you know, Katoni plays a, a great game. You know, he, he's a bit more physical than, say, what I was. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm a bit like the hammer. I used to run the holes. I didn't like running over people, <laughs> and for obvious reasons, Jimmy. But um, you know, and but yeah, but you know, I look at Selwyn and, and, and what he does, and you know, he, he's he's a big frame of a of a lad, and um, I just love the way he plays his footy, and he enjoys it, and he does it with a smile on his face. Yeah, uh, the the non singing of the anthem. We had it yesterday. Uh, everyone seemed to have their say on it, Steve, um, and then Mal Meninga had his say again. Uh, well, it was overnight, and it's come out in the newspapers today, and that is that he is not going yeah. to compel anyone to do anything outside of what they want to do. What was your take on it, mate? Oh yeah, I think I think it's just a, a stormy teacup. But to be honest, it um, you don't. It's not. It's not a compulsory. You you don't have to sing the national anthem, and I don't know where this has come from. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I use myself an example. I, I, I like, you know, I like our national anthem. Just because you you don't sing it, you don't move your lips, doesn't mean I, every time I hear it, I get goosebumps. So right. you know, any right. sporting event, and if I'm at home, um, my partner and I, we we actually stand. If we get the opportunity to watch a, a Australian sporting uh, event, uh, we yes. stand in front of the TV. So yeah, wow. you know what I mean. So, but I don't sing it. <laughs> I, still, yeah. I still don't sing it at home, and probably because I can't sing. That'd be honest, to be honest, Jimmy. But, but I, I, I can't. Believe people are saying you have to sing it because it's just that's just not a thing to be honest. Yeah. Do you recall in your eleven test matches for Australia, and you used to sing it before State of Origin matches as well? Do you recall singing it at that time, Steve? I'm more oh, very rarely, to be honest. Yeah. As I said, I just I, I I felt it for you know through the feeling of of, of our anthem, and you had I had respect for that, so. But I, I, look, unless you can find a bit of my, my lips moving, I was probably mimicking it, to be honest, probably miming, to be honest. But I, I just know that I'm not a singer, so I don't sing it. Um, but I feel it when, it, when it's when it's played, and uh, I have respect for it. And once again, I... Well, it's funny, though. I saw a post on, on some social media of the, the 84 kangaroos, and not one of them was singing it. So I don't know where this has come from. Um, so yeah. it's been going on for a while. Yeah, and, and it's very much different times, different expectations, um, and and as Mal has said, everyone is entitled to do what what they 
feel compelled to do. Um, mate, I, I saw you on the grand final day, uh, and I know it was all exciting there, and, and at 24 points to eight, you must have thought, here we go again, another Broncos grand final. Have you been able to recover from grand final day? And I, I don't want to call it a meltdown, but it was maybe the great performance of Nathan Cleary and the Panthers that got them home. But no doubt it would have been painful for you. Yeah, it was. And you know, you know, I was doing I was doing the corporates around the stadium, and it was funny because they're in different different areas at different times of the grand final. And I, I remember I was uh, I was in one of the uh, the betting organisation suite uh, when um, you know Ezra went over for his third try, and I was saying, please yeah. just keep quiet, shush, shush. You know, I was saying <laughs> to the, the the people in in the in the suite, I was like, just just there's still a long way to go. You know what I mean? And uh, and then unfortunately that's how it unfolded, uh, you know, and you know five minutes to go and and they go in, um, and they're too good a team to not think that was not going to happen. But I I still think we we could have done a lot better, uh, but that hindsight's a funny thing. So you know we'll look at that, Kevin, will look at that and um, make sure that it doesn't happen again. I was going to say, it feels like it's a really long summer for Kevin Walters, and and there might be a stage where people sit down and say, how did involved with the Broncos. How did how did we not win that game? I I've made mention of this on air a couple of times, Steve, but we're in the calling from the box next door to where the Broncos directors were. Dave Donahue, the CEO, yeah. was in there and they were up and fist pumping at twenty four eight. And understandably so. And I, I almost reached out to someone and say, Can can you go and grab Dave Donahue? I want to interview him because he's going to be the CEO yeah. of a premiership winning club and, and it and it didn't happen. That's how far it seemed to be. Like we were talking about the Broncos getting to forty points, but as you say, you just don't underestimate this Penrith Panthers and Nathan Cleary at that point. Yeah, they. I, I think um, you know. Obviously, there's two things to look at here. I, I think Broncos uh, took the the foot off the pedal there, um, thinking, mm. well, we go defensively, and and a couple of little, uh, you know, there's things that happen uh, towards the end of that grand final you sort of question, but but that's footy, you know, and I, I think. That's why um, you can't really pinpoint a person or, or what happened. It was a group thing, and I, I think they should have just went, uh, you know, just put the foot on the pedal and kept going. Um, and that that that'd be the big disappointment for Kevin that we just didn't keep putting them away. Um, we yes. we went away from what we were doing, and I think that cost us in the end. Uh- does the window shut for the Broncos? Um, it's going to be, we've, we've heard about Ezra Mam and seen him in action and know that he deserves a pay increase. You can say the same about Reese Walsh. There's no Farnworth, there's no Flegler, there's no Palacia. Does the window close now for the Broncos or it's still very much open in your mind, Steve? No, very much open. We've got some good kids here, mate, um, Jimmy. So um, they talk about, you know, a few of the, the uh, big forwards coming through. Xavier Willison's one of them. He had a couple of games yes. for us this year and went over for a try in each match. And mate, we got a couple of young monsters. They're big boys. Um, you, you think Payne Ars is big? Um, these other couple of lads that are coming through, uh, uh, you know, they're good size men. They're only young. Um, but the good thing is we have, we have Payne and Paddy Carrigan. And and look, losing Herbie and and Flegs was is a big thing for us because I thought I thought Flegler had his best season ever. Um, yes, with, with the Broncos that he's had so far, and, and you got to remember these these boys are they're all at the same age. You know, Haas, Flag, they all came through together. They're twenty four, um, but you know we got Pano, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what a machine he is and a leader he is, and he just showed it in that Test match as well. He you know got he got Player of the Match for that, and um, well deserved. He just keeps going and going. You know, to be honest. 
I'll ask you to make a comparison with the great Glenn Lazarus, who you won competitions with, because that's sort of the nearest that we can find to, to Payne Haas. And, and Payne's now won his fifth straight Paul Morgan Player of the Year medal. He's played yeah. for Australia for the first time. He is, as you say, um, not even at his peak potentially with 24 years of age. Could you compare him to Glenn Lazarus even at this early stage of his career? Yeah, you know, well, obviously Laz um, made a difference to our club and Payne's doing exactly the same. And, yeah, you know, Payne's path to the Broncos is, was very different to Glenn Lazarus, obviously coming from Canberra. But, um, you know, they, they do. And, and Payne, he, he's only got a few more things to tick off, you know, to get into Glenn Lazarus's class. And I, I think he's well on his way, especially as, as we mentioned. He's only young. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he's a machine. And he does remind you, Laz, just the yardage and... Um, he, he just he's it's not like they're well, they're you know bulletproof. They're, they're hard to pull down, and they're they're just big, big human beings. Yeah, massive motors for for big men. Uh, just incredible. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll enjoy the rest of the Pacific Championships. Kangaroos get the week off. We'll we'll watch the Kiwis take on Samoa, and then of course the big clash with the Kangaroos taking on the Kiwis down there in Melbourne. As always, great with your time, really. Uh, give us great insight and, and respect your opinion, Stephen. Fantastic to have you on the program, mate. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for having me, mate. Uh, anytime. Steve Renoff, what a legend. Uh, yeah, as I said, I caught up with him on grand final day, uh, uh, hosting a harbour cruise and um, respectful of all the fans. Uh, and I tell you what, a fan favourite as well. One of the greats, uh, Steve Renoff. Keep the text messages coming in. 0457 736 736. Hey, Jimmy, what's all the fuss about the anthem being sung or not? It seems strange and targeted. Plenty of socceroos don't sing and the swimmers never sing. It's just stand and wave and smile and no one says boo. What's all that about? Uh, it's a, uh, it's targeted. Uh, it's a very good point, Steve. Very good point. All right. Let's get ourselves to the news. After that, we're back with Coach K with Afternoons Amplified.